hello everyone good morning once again so i'm coming to you all the way from the throne room of god to present to you this morning's kingdom message i hope we are all doing very well and are having a restful weekend already so i pray that the word of god will speed ahead and i pray that his word will be added wherever it goes in the mighty name of jesus christ um so we've learned so far about the five commendable things that the church of Ephesus has done or is doing that Jesus Christ loves. And we are learning also that um, he sees there's something about them that he doesn't like. And that particular one thing is capable of marrying all the five others. Okay. So um, we want to conclude our subject on love. And we want to conclude the message that he gave to the church of Ephesus. Um, yesterday we we read something in the book of Jeremiah um, Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 10 that says that um, go west to the land of Cyprus go east to the land of Kedar think about what you see there as in God is telling us to just move around the world go anywhere in the world and see if anyone has heard of anything as strange as this has any nation ever exchanged its God for another God, even though its gods are nothing? Yet my people have exchanged their glorious God for worthless idols. The heavens are shocked at such a thing and shrink back in horror and dismay. So um, um, that's what he says in verse 10. And then verse 31 says, Oh, my people, listen to the words of the Lord. Have I been like a desert to Israel? Have I been to them a land of darkness? Why then do my people say, at last, we are free from God? We won't have anything to do with him anymore. 32 says, does a young woman forget her jewelry? No, yet my people have forgotten me. Um, love for Jesus will make us honor him first above all things and place him first above all others. Love will make us always want to praise him because we know that we know that will make him happy. And when he's happy, we are filled with joy and strength too. But when we are happy, it doesn't necessarily mean that he is happy too. Okay, so let's think about this and think about his love. It doesn't matter that um, we excel in the five strengths Jesus commended the church for. Once we have lost our love for him, he will leave us soon and we will just be robots in his church. If anyone is able to overcome the darts of the enemy, and return to their first love, his light will continue to burn in their lampstands. Otherwise, he will remove the lampstand altogether from their midst, and people will be regular churchgoers, regular choristers in the church, regular ashes, or robot ashes. Jesus says, if we return to our love, we will also eventually be given to eat of the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise of God. That is, um, because we did not allow our love for him to die, but kept working at it, he will also give us life that will never die or perish. Jesus Christ warns the church not to be complacent and only relax in the five good deeds, but to repent and turn to him for true worship. Don't just go like, as for me, I'm very hardworking in my church. As for me, I don't listen to false prophets. As for me, I endure and all that. No, but he says that we should love him, okay? So that one sin has the potential of marrying the other good works. 
The purpose of Paul's instruction to Timothy in 1 Timothy 1, 3-5 is that all believers in the church would be filled with love that comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience, and genuine faith. It is this love that Jesus Christ is requesting that the church will return to. The Lord says in Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 19, to um, chapter 4, verse 2, I selected some of the verses. He said, I thought to myself, I would love to treat you as my own children. I wanted nothing more than to give you this beautiful land, the finest inheritance in the world. I looked forward to your calling me father, and I thought you would never turn away from me again. But you have betrayed me, you people of Israel. You have been like a faithless wife who leaves her husband. My wayward children, come back to me, and I will heal your wayward hearts. Oh, come back to me, says the Lord. If you will throw away your detestable idols and go astray no more, you will be a blessing to the nations of the world, and all people will come and praise my name. Okay, so as, um, as I earlier said about um, God's instruction being a clue, to the purpose of his visit, in this visit to Ephesus where he introduces himself as the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand and the one who walks among the seven gold lampstands, his message clearly states that since he is the one in charge or in authority of the stars, he must be allowed to instruct them the way he deems fit. As he is the one who holds the stars in his right hand, every star must submit to his authority in order to learn how the church must be run. The lampstand is his, the church is his. He is the one who knows what his sheep need. Finally, as he walks among the lampstands which represents his church, he knows and he sees everything and that is how come he is able to determine the content of the hearts of the Ephesus church and is able to determine that there is no love. So um, by now I'm sure that there is someone out there who has located Ephesus as his or her church. If it's you, can you go back to Jesus? He's waiting. I pray for us. Dear Father, we enter boldly into your throne of grace by the blood of your lamp. We ask, O oh Lord, please fill us with your love that comes from a pure heart, that comes from a clear conscience and a genuine faith. Rekindle our fire for you again. Forgive us for turning our backs to you. We have come back to you now with repentance and sorrowful hearts. Please heal our wayward hearts. We have come back to you now and we throw away our detestable idols and go astray no more. Father, please make us the blessing to the nations of the world like you promised and let all people come and praise your name. Please, Lord, take us back and strengthen us day by day to love you more and more. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Hello everyone, good morning once again. So I'm coming to you all the way from the throne room of God to present to you this morning's kingdom message. I hope we are all doing very well and are having a restful weekend already. So I pray that the word of God will speed ahead and I pray that his word will be added wherever it goes in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. 
Um, so we've learned so far about the five commendable things that the Church of Ephesus has done or is doing that Jesus Christ loves. And we are learning also that um, he sees there's something about them that he doesn't like. And that particular one thing is capable of marrying all the five others. Okay. So um, we want to conclude our subject on love. And we want to conclude the message that he gave to the church of Ephesus. Um, yesterday we, we read something in the book of Jeremiah. Um, Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 10 that says that um, go west to the land of cyprus go east to the land of kedar think about what you see there as in god is telling us to just move around the world go anywhere in the world and see if anyone has heard of anything as strange as this has any nation ever exchanged its god for another god even though its gods are nothing yet my people have exchanged their glorious god for worthless idols the heavens are shocked at such a thing and shrink back in horror and dismay. So um, um, that's what he says in verse 10. And then verse 31 says, Oh, my people, listen to the words of the Lord. Have I been like a desert to Israel? Have I been to them a land of darkness? Why then do my people say, at last, we are free from God? We won't have anything to do with him anymore. 32 says, does a young woman forget her jewelry? No. Yet my people have forgotten me. Um, love for Jesus will make us honor him first above all things and place him first above all others. Love will make us always want to praise him because we know that we know that will make him happy. And when he's happy, we are filled with joy and strength too. But when we are happy, it doesn't necessarily mean that he is happy too. Okay, so let's think about this and think about his love. It doesn't matter that um, we excel in the five strengths Jesus commanded the church for. Once we have lost our love for him, he will leave us soon and we will just be robots in his church. If anyone is able to overcome the darts of the enemy and return to their first love, his light will continue to burn in their lampstands. Otherwise, he will remove the lampstand altogether from their midst and people will be regular churchgoers regular choristers in the church, regular ashes, or robot ashes. Jesus says, if we return to our love, we will also eventually be given to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. That is, um, because we did not allow our love for him to die, but kept working at it, he will also give us life that will never die or perish. Jesus Christ warns the church not to be complacent and only relax in the five good deeds, but to repent and turn to him for true worship. Don't just go like, as for me, I'm very hardworking in my church. As for me, I don't listen to false prophets. As for me, I endure and all that. No, but he says that we should love him, okay? So that one sin has the potential of marrying the other good works. The purpose of Paul's instruction to Timothy in 1 Timothy 1, 3 to 5 is that all believers in the church would be filled with love that comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience, and genuine faith. It is this love that Jesus Christ is requesting that the church will return to. The Lord says in Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 19, 
to um, chapter 4, verse 2, I selected some of the verses. He said, I thought to myself, I would love to treat you as my own children. I wanted nothing more than to give you this beautiful land, the finest inheritance in the world. I looked forward to your calling me father, and I thought you would never turn away from me again. But you have betrayed me, you people of Israel. You have been like a faithless wife who leaves her husband. My wayward children, come back to me, and I will heal your wayward hearts. Oh, come back to me, says the Lord. If you will throw away your detestable idols and go astray no more, you will be a blessing to the nations of the world, and all people will come and praise my name. Okay, so as... um. As I earlier said about um, God's instruction being a clue to the purpose of his visit, in this visit to Ephesus where he introduces himself as the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand and the one who walks among the seven gold lampstands, his message clearly states that since he is the one in charge or in authority of the stars, he must be allowed to instruct them the way he deems fit. As he is the one who holds the stars in his right hand, Every star must submit to his authority in order to learn how the church must be run. The lampstand is his. The church is his. He is the one who knows what his sheep need. Finally, as he walks among the lampstands which represents his church, he knows and he sees everything and that is how come he is able to determine the content of the hearts of the Ephesus church and is able to determine that there is no love so um by now i'm sure that there is someone out there who has located ephesus as his or her church if it's you can you go back to jesus he's waiting i pray for us dear father we enter boldly into your throne of grace by the blood of your lamp we ask oh lord please fill us with your love that comes from a pure heart that comes from a clear conscience and a genuine faith. Rekindle our fire for you again. Forgive us for turning our backs to you. We have come back to you now with repentance and sorrowful hearts. Please heal our wayward hearts. We have come back to you now and we throw away our detestable idols and go astray no more. Father, please make us the blessing to the nations of the world like you promised and let all people come and praise your name. Please, Lord, take us back and strengthen us day by day to love you more and more. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving.